0: That'd be really um
1: apparently when this movie came out uh, Gene Siskel did not like this movie ah. gave it a bad, very bad review and and this is a he said this which I I find quite puzzling. Okay. He said Craig T. Nelson a close horse if there ever was one. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where two unlikely gorehounds delve into our horror movie notebook from college in which we meticulously kept track of every film we
2: watched in the horror movie section of our local video store in our quest to learn how to survive and to ensure we end up as, as the, the final girl. girl.
1: Join Julia and Marion as we revisit the classic and obscure horror VHS we viewed and logged in our notebook,
2: breaking each movie down one by one, picking out over all the
1: ghastly minutiae, and ultimately illuminating, illuminating the, the path, path to, to survival.
2: survival. Hi, everyone. Howdy.
1: Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. I'm Julia. I'm Marion.
2: I'm Terry. <laughs> and today we are gonna do episode number eighty-two, uh titled Can I see the title? Yes. Yay. I cahoot with no one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because yes. we're talking about uh poltergeist two, the other side.
2: From 1986. Oh. Um And this is uh, one of the sequels where the family returns. The Freelings are back. They are back. They are back. They're wonderful. I love the Freelings. And no TVs are allowed in their house, which I really enjoy. (laughs) No, I I
0: wouldn't want a TV in my house after that stuff either. Poltergeist one, like traumatized me. It's one of the reasons I think I didn't watch a lot of horror movies. I saw it when I was like, when I was like five or six or whatever, whenever this thing came out. Wow. At my babysitter's house. Yep. Wow. That movie's PG. Yeah. Yep. That's probably why. She was like, I'll just put it on for the kids. You know, this PG film. Sure. It'd be great.
1: Poltergeist, terrifying. Yep. Uh, so this movie was made for nineteen million dollars. Okay. It Ooh. made forty million dollars.
2: Okay. So it Worth did really it. well. Yeah.
1: Uh, tagline: They're back. they're, no, yeah, they're yeah. back I mean, they're back. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and I would just uh, so when this film was first made, uh, the the original running time was one hundred and thirty one minutes of the sequel. Yes. Okay. Whoa! They cut that thing down. Eighty six minutes is what we got. This film 86 did they... minutes yeah. long? It's
0: Fast wow. and Furious. Yeah. It's Fast and Furious.
1: But we could have had a 131 That's minute version, which I'm a little more... Five
0: minutes of yeah. a film. I would like to see the director's cut. Is, there, is that out there? I don't know. We should see if we, we can find see. that. That'd be um,
1: Apparently, when this movie came out, uh, Gene Siskel did not like this movie. Ah. Gave it a bad, very bad review. And, and this is a... He said this, which I, I find quite puzzling. Okay. He said, Craig T. Nelson, a clothes horse, if there ever was one.
0: What? What? Does he have like <laughs> a lot of different clothes that we missed in this no, film? He's I, feel like he, all, right? I feel like he I feel like he literally some... wears the same outfit and yeah. then like no shirt. Can for, like, I just say? I
2: feel like there might be some like Gene Siskel, Craig T. Nelson envy going on where he's like, "Look at that handsome
0: bastard!" Like, like some beef here yet? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying. I don't you know? think of him as fashionable at all, though. Like, he is not a fashion plate. But no. I feel like
2: in this film, definitely not because uh, Stevens lost his job. Right. So, like in the original film, he was like a real estate guy, right? Yeah. So he was like in
0: the suits and, and he loses his license because. He doesn't have a house, and there's all this stuff going on. So he's because your house from- ate itself. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, there's a question. <laughs> um, there have some insurance issues. So sure. he's a vacuum sales guy. But no, now. I feel like he's
2: like in a he's like in a, a baseball tank top, like jersey, yeah, or like, whatever the whole time. Clothes
1: horse. I don't know I, what I feel that was like, he's is like about. wearing
0: sweatpants like the whole movie. <laughs> that is. Very
1: confusing, Mr. Sissel.
0: Um, very confusing.
1: I'm, I'm glad you felt the same way because I was Definitely. confused by the name. I actually had to google it. I was like, Wait, wait, I think I'm close with means what I think it means, right? <laughs> yeah. and then I was like, Yeah, it does. Okay, what do you think it means, Gene? <laughs> I don't know what you think it means. That's really funny. Um, the opening shot of this film is, yeah, amazing. Yes, Fantastic. It's stunning, like super huge, long push into mm-hmm. driving through Canyon, mm-hmm. uh, where we meet uh, Taylor, yeah. Who is up on top of a peak of a mountain, yeah. doing a ceremony, a Native American ceremony mm-hmm. of some sort? Mm-hmm. We have a medicine man calling the spirits, calling and stuff. spirits. Yes, yeah. got some blue flames going yes. on.
2: Which you know you're doing it right if your fire starts turning blue, you're Word. like, oh, oh, this is working. No, That's wow. holy fire now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so all of a sudden, this smoke entity escapes from the fire and kind of goes into the sky circles around and goes into a guy um kind of goes into him and the other the medicine man gives him this special like spear with feathers which will probably be helpful later Good word um and uh, and then that guy is now driving a truck. Uh, Taylor's driving a truck. Um, and he touches the feathers from
0: the spear. Uh, the spear, and we start seeing images from the first film. I was like flashback. Flashback. I called it the nightmare catcher because it's not a dream catcher. Oh. It's like a night. It's like looks like a nightmare catcher. Like it had all the sad, bad things that happened before, like Ooh, flashing when he touched it. That's interesting. Um, yeah, and
2: that's... he's going basically through Cuesta Verde again, where you see the sign where it's like Cuesta Verde, where dreams come true, and that's the neighborhood where the Freelings lived in the original right? film. Nightmare's
0: not dream. See, mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. um, and I it's uh, Cuesta Verde seen better days, yep. Um, the place is <laughs> not deserted, so hot. <laughs> all the for sale signs, so I was like, oh, I mean, if one of if, if a house in your neighborhood ate itself, I mean, I feel like yeah. everyone's property goes down a little bit, that's probably. like we're all right? those like
0: places with like are sinkholes and stuff after these last floods and things, uh, yeah. like that's definitely a problem, yeah.
2: And then add to it, the house ate itself, so yeah, like, it's just I also like too that later on when we do see um, the Freelings, that they're really. Really struggling for the insurance issues of yes. the house that ate itself. And I'm like, no, that claim is awkward. And I really like Denied that. again.
0: Denied again. Yeah, but that would that would be again bureaucracy. I like going back to like thwart people in a movie, but yes. In such a fun way, though. It's, it's so much fun. <laughs> but anyway, so he does, he
2: pulls up to the old house, and guess who's there? Zelda's there. Tantina. Zelda's Tantina. Tantina. Tantina, Tantina, Um and her voice that's just so amazing. And <gasps> they're
1: apparently so the Indian burial ground that they thought was underneath the thing. Right. But also, underneath their house is this gigantic underground cavern right. filled with bodies. Yeah. Yep. So uh, congratulations! They go down and
2: see them, yeah. And you're like, wow, you so guys so are it's two a,
1: for two. <laughs> yeah, double whammy.
2: Yeah. Um, and he base and she says, "There's a presence down here." And when Taylor sees everything, he's just like, well, "Where's the family now?"
1: What it a jump cut? So they're living with uh Diane's mm-hmm. mom mm-hmm. and Diane, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, so the let's get it out of the way. Yeah. The awkward part of this film for me, and I feel it the whole time, and I, I kind of feel this in is part that as well. was
2: cut. Now that you're saying the 45 minutes are gone, I bet you anything this is addressed in something that's cut, don't you think?
1: I should think so. I would think so. So uh, it's very odd. In, in the original film, they have three children. Yes. Uh, you know, they have the teenage daughter who leaves for most of the film anyway, so you don't, yeah. which is an awkward, the whole, it's all weird. But, uh, mm-hmm. the you know, the actress who played her was uh, killed after the first film. And so in this film, they don't mention the other girl at all. It's like she doesn't exist. They make a large point of saying, they have E-buzz, hey everybody, the dog's here. Yeah. But then the sister, nothing. Yeah. I'm like, you just need one line she's at college that's it that's all and you need and she's in
2: high school and i think the first film so like it would have been so easy cuz i think they say it's been like Sixteen months or something like right. that. Like yeah. It's been a perfect a chunk amount of time. of time. But they keep, they never. Whole... But Julia's
0: right because they never address it. It's very weird. We got to find this director's cut, you guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they keep saying, you know, the whole point of this movie is like it's because we're such a strong family, I so know. much love it's in all our all about the family, we're the all together, movie, yes. we're all together. And I'm like, you're not together. Yeah,
2: it's the kind of thing that I feel like even for. I mean, I, probably maybe more casual movie goers, they might not care, but for people that. Like you know, really enjoyed the first film and like that theme going to the second one, it would just get at you the yeah. whole time. They keep repeating family, family, family. You're like, but it's not accurate. <laughs> like, no, yeah. yeah. So
1: that's a, I feel that through this film,
2: yeah. And again, we understand like why, but it definitely could have been handled better. And perhaps all the stuff that was cut and makes a bit more sense now.
1: Um, I love the scene we have between Diane and Stephen again in the yeah. bedroom yes. having a little, talk. very reminiscent of the first one. They're trying They're so great. They yeah. are. Though. Their mm-hmm.
0: chemistry is like definitely
1: wonderful you get why this movie did so well yeah no they definitely have a fun you get to see steven unraveling slightly yes where you know he's they're kind of stuck they don't have any money they can't get a house they're living with her mom yeah he's like yeah i like this downward mobility yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) i always wanted to be a vacuum salesman i love who doesn't (laughs) yeah he's like his banter's great but then
1: of course uh gets my heart starts singing the beatles to her I'm surprised they had the budget for it.
2: And Gene Siskel sitting there going goo, goo, it's the <laughs> sequel, so yo. Angry. People were ready. They got got a little more money. Yeah. Make it happen. Um, the grandma also notices that Carol Ann seems to have some special clairvoyant abilities, which yes. does not seem to super surprise her. Um, and that's also kind of a thing in this film where it's sort of like you know, they kind of allude to the fact that with all kind of the women in the side of the family, yep. it seems to. Which again, you have an oldest daughter, but whatever details. Mm-hmm. Um, that it all kind of like passes down, and so she kind of they have a conversation, and she kind of says like, "This is something your mother kind of had, and mm-hmm. you seem to have it too." And mm-hmm. we'll see if this plays out later. And she's um, like, "How can I
0: use it anyway? I want grandma." I could be a ballerina. That's my favorite. That's really funny. (laughs) like, yes, you
2: can use your clairvoyancy to be a ballerina. Absolutely, darling. Why not? Anything you want. Anything. Hopes and and dreams. uh,
1: Carol Ann has been drawing some pictures Mm -hmm. of some scary things.
2: Yeah. And so you're like, "Mm, clairvoyant also draw, but also like fair. Like what happened was like full crazy to her. Um, So they go on this shopping trip, Mm -hmm. um, Carol and and Robbie and Diane. Um, And that's the first time that we see this and i understand he's creepy looking for a particular reason but this incredible creepy looking preacher who is walking through people up to carol ann and sings this song and i forgot i don't know what the name of the song is god in
1: his holy temple
2: okay god in his holy temple which just is yeah that's not it is
0: the creepiest part of that whole thing i
2: feel like if i was walking through a parking garage late at night and i heard somebody singing this song in the garage And so. in that outfit like, and
0: with those teeth, nope. So. nope, nope, yeah. nope, nope. Dot com. It reminded me of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer with the gentleman. That's what mm-hmm. he looks like to me. Is oh yeah, that guy. He's kind of like on.
1: he's like a a skull barely covered in flesh. Yeah. Yep. So
2: this is Kane, Um and it's played by the actor Julian Beck, um, who was dying of stomach cancer, I think, Ugh. when he shot this film. So he is incredibly gaunt. But Julia's right. Like his description is like you can totally see like the outline of his skull mm-hmm. and his teeth through his face, and he's wearing this sort of like. 1880s preacher outfit with the tie and everything. I mean, he'd be fine in Silver Lake right now, but go on. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with the skull
1: face, it's like the what the combo um and uh and uh, I will say that the Diane is a little like you'd think they do a couple of times leave Carol Ann by herself in this movie and I'm like, "Have you not learned anything? Yeah. What just happened in the last time?" Yeah. So they leave but her. But when she realizes
2: they're losing her, Diane loses her mind. Yes. Like briefly. She's just like, oh, where's Carol What's getting like totally freaks out."
1: Um, and they find him in the arms of this incredibly creepy man who it doesn't seem to bother her that much. I'm like, I would be if you find your daughter with that guy. Yeah. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah.
0: yeah. But again, I feel like it's that's also c- the early 80s. I feel like we have more stranger danger now than we did mm-hmm. then. I mean, it was the beginning to be a thing, I think, then, too. But Yeah. I but also think it's kind of a it goes back to
2: kind of Diane's um personality from the original film, whereas when all these creepy things started happening, Diane found them exciting. It's right. sort of this like kind oh, of yeah. nascent hippie point of view where I felt like she was sort of like, you know, with the football helmet and letting her kids be slid across for a poltergeist. And it was kind of thrilling for her in a way that it wasn't for Steven. Right. And I feel like if the parents had been swapped in that scenario, it would have been different. But I feel like Diane possibly to her detriment in these films sometimes, has a more trusting, open nature. That even, But Carol Ann, I feel like, even as she's being taken away, is like, "Mm mm-mm, with that guy, like, right away, like, nope. And then, again, more
1: people pass through him as he's standing there watching her. So can only Diane and Robbie and Carol Ann see him? Because obviously the people who are passing through can't see him. I think so. So just the family can see him. Yes. Okay.
2: Because I also thought maybe, too... Does that
1: mean Robbie has some abilities as well? Because they say this guy's not alive yeah he is alive they're or, not clear
2: or it seemed like maybe to me it felt like a kind of thing that he was controlling like kane could manifest himself to who he wants
1: to manifest uh, okay. himself to to certain certain people. yeah, yeah. And he's only
2: interested in the freeling so that's it right. yeah
1: um and then we go home uh grandma dies in the middle of the night yeah um Ugh. poor grandma poor grandma so, um,
0: and but then, not, a, yeah, not a, like. But she told Carolyn she would always be there for her if she ever needed her. Right? Yeah. So. But where,
2: Grandma? Where will I find uh-huh. you again?
0: Somehow, some way, some
2: way. Um. And so, uh, Diane has this really creepy nightmare of the dead people dragging her into the ground. It's the beginning of one of my criticisms of this film is I feel like there are a lot of jump scares. I feel like you feel the pressure of the original film sure. in this, and this is one thing that this little scene has really nothing to do with anything. She goes outside to look at the moon and hands. Drag her in. and there's a lot of jump scares in this, and that's just kind of one of them. Um, but then these sort of 80s nothing clouds kind of manifest itself. I love that. Over cloud. The house. I, I don't like, know what that effect is, but it's one of it's my so favorite good. movie effects. I feel like it's the same clouds in every film, it's no matter like what. It's just like stock
1: footage, yeah. It's just like that. It's the nothing, every, it's the every nothing time.
2: every time. <laughs> every time I see it, it's the nothing. Um, it and, totally is the nothing. And
1: uh, can I just mention though that Grandma's death solves their housing crisis, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though, now they don't have to worry about that. That's they don't about the the now, which I feel like went through
2: Stephen's brain. He was like, "Huh." it's really terrible. It's really like, <laughs> it's really you know, awful, but now this ooh, is our house. Yeah. I think Very we have a house now and it's a sweet house, by the a way. Sweet house. Gorgeous. Um, so it starts raining and, uh, you know, uh, but just with, over that house, just over the house. Um, it starts kind of leaking into the house and Car- and Carol phone rings. Um, her little... drops strategically go right down onto that yeah. phone, her little toy phone, Her little toy phone. Um, and, uh, and she thinks it's her grandma and like answers the phone. And, um, again, this actress, Heather work. uh, does a really good job of sort of doing this thing where, you're not quite sure sometimes when Caroline knows that she's not pretending. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the ones where she's like, hi, Grandma. Oh, hi. And it seems like maybe she's pretending or is she really here the Grandma? But then the room starts going ballistic. All um, the
1: toys come to life. Toys, There's yes. like, like, a robot that comes for her.
2: And I feel like Robbie's kind of has like a little nervous kid syndrome now. So I feel like when he sees you, he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like,
1: please, no. Don't come to life anymore. And the robot says, we want the angel. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. And then
2: Caroline, uh, so Stephen and Diane are Completely freak out, and they bust in, and carolina's is hiding. And when she takes off her blanket, she says, "They're back."
1: So they <laughs> all are like, "Let's at, let's go." So they're just like, "Okay, let's get out of here." Yeah. Mm-hmm. and they run into Taylor Who's on the, the doorstep, door. and mm-hmm. they're just like, "Oh, strange man on our doorstep." Okay, see you later.
2: Yeah, and just like <laughs> out. Uh huh. But Taylor says that they can't run. Um, and I like that Stephen's like, no, no, we're going, and so they do, and they all end up at that diner. And I like that there's like that awkward, quiet diner scene where like stuff just happened and everyone's just quietly eating because really nobody knows what to do
1: and like they process
2: have... that moment. And there's no plan. He's like, but we're not leaving another sweet house. Come on, you yeah. Can't Keep running. And where are
1: you gonna go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taylor's like, it's gonna follow you no matter where you go. Yeah, so it's gonna so you... always find you. Yeah.
2: And so... the proof is in the pudding because this nearby diner patron suddenly starts talking to diane like her mother like with the mother's voice and the whole kitten and caboodle and then kind of warns them that they have to stick together if they're yeah. gonna battle this thing out and um and then the lady kind of snaps out of it and so when they come out of the diner taylor's in the parking lot being like sup freelings? <laughs> Like,
0: <laughs> had a feeling so,
2: yeah <laughs> had a feeling freelings. had a feeling Freelings, um <laughs> are you ready to do this now and that's yep.
1: when steven asks him who he's in cahoots with yeah. and he says I cahoot with no one. Solid <laughs>
2: retort. Solid <laughs> retort. Uh,
0: he's amazing.
2: He's so good. Will Sampson's great. Um, and basically he's like, you know, I will go back with you guys. You have to go back. There's no way around it, but I'll go back with you guys and kind of be sort of a protector. Yeah. Um, and so he starts doing all these like blessing the house rituals. Um, he's got some mad powers when it comes to butterflies. Yeah. Um, where all the butterflies like gather around him like I want that power. I right. oh, want the
1: butterflies to like g- gather around me. And- but then he's also just like sleeping in a tent in their backyard. It's true. Just let him sleep on the couch, guys. Yeah. How about I that? I think
0: anyway i think I don't know. he wants to i think he wanted to because that's where his like where he could anyway and also
1: he has like a reputation
0: to uphold and it looks a lot more hardcore if you're just like sleeping out back <laughs> you're, like roughing it out
2: back it seems pretty hardcore he's like
0: i'm a legit shaman i brought my shaman tent yeah, yeah. so <laughs> he's just like, so you guys know i
2: don't couch it like
0: don't, don't i don't cahoot i don't couch <laughs> correct i shaman i shaman i shaman <laughs> hard oh. did you
1: guys notice uh steven appears to get a haircut in the middle of this movie no i did, I did yeah. not i'm gonna have to watch it but you know
2: who did notice that Gene Siskel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Craig
2: G. Nelson, my nemesis. <laughs> he was very,
0: very angry about it. Um, no, no, I In didn't. the middle. <sighs> <I know. God. laughs>
1: yeah, because his hair looks. is kind of like grown out in the beginning, uh, like a little bit longer. And then all of a sudden, I was like, where did he get a haircut? Maybe it was like he's getting down to
2: business. Yeah. Like now it's on the back. Yeah. 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 Gotta get a haircut. yeah. It's what it's got to do.
1: So then... Um, it, Carol Ann's playing out on the lawn mm-hmm. of their, and then ra- it starts to rain, but over only over their house. Still right. sunny, mm-hmm. just raining. Because who's coming up the walk, folks? It's our friend, the Reverend Kane, yeah. oh. singing Sing, his creepy, singing creepy his song. creepy song.
2: Singing, oh, the, singing, Ugh. yeah. And he introduces himself to the family. And again, I feel like the whole family can see him. But again, I feel like if somebody was driving past the house, they, they, they would, would look like they're nothing. talking to no one. I would agree, it yeah. look
1: like it was raining to them, or is the rain also invisible to others? Ooh, this
0: good is a deep question.
1: Poltergeist question. This questions, is
2: Poltergeist. Maybe the rain is visible to others.
1: I think it is. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think so too. Because it's all designed to get his way. He wants to very specific and it's like designed to get his way. So he, there's sort of the beginning of this Brainwashing, kind of that he's trying to do, and it also felt like a little like vampiristic, where mm-hmm. it's like the let me in, give yes. me permission, totally, yeah. you totally. Know? And I get real nervous about that anytime, anytime anyone's anytime anyone sort of telling Marion but like, but please have it be your idea. Yeah. It's your idea. I'm like, nope, nope no, no, nope, no, no, nope, no, nope. definitely not. Mm-mm. Um, and he tells Stephen that he has a problem with Taylor, and Taylor is really the one not to be trusted, and uh,
1: and he also tells him his that he says that you what you fear is that you're not man enough to kill this family together snap that's hard. you're calling him out just no. getting right
0: to it
2: he um, is
1: feeling that stress, though. Yes. Yeah,
0: no, it is. It's
2: legit. And he says, I'm glad I'll
1: never have to feel that stress. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm not man enough to keep this family I together. If I'm man
2: enough. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm good. So. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, and so, he, yeah, he says Taylor's a fraud and he's dangerous. And he basically, everyone kind of takes like, Diane takes the kids and goes inside. And Taylor's like, immediately, like, nah. but it's basically him and Steven talking through the screen door. Yep. And he, kept, he keeps asking Steven repeatedly to let him in, let him in. And Steven's kind of getting more hypnotized and more hypnotized mm-hmm. by it and finally carol Ann breaks in and kind of breaks the connection um and kane totally flips out and it's like you're all gonna die in there <laughs> and you know <laughs> the full thing and steven's like okay okay, okay like hit the, hit the load and then uh at the end of the driveway kane disappears yep mm-hmm. which again makes me feel like that's just like i whoever i want to see me sees me and that's it
1: but then taylor comes over and it was like all right that Good was job. a test. You passed you it. You passed it. Yeah. yeah. You got him out of here. But because I
2: like that Stephen says, who is that? And Taylor just says, that was him. Like, we all know who we're talking about. Right, guys? Right, guys? Yeah. yeah.
1: But he says now he's on the path to being a warrior. Yeah. It gives him a spear.
2: But part of it for Taylor is that you have to ex- accept full responsibility for everything in your world. Like that. If you're gonna do yeah. it, if you're doing this, then like yeah. come on. Gotta up, do a. it right. Gotta yep. do it right. But you no matter what, it's all on you. So, yeah. you know, if you if you are okay with that part of it, you can do this. Mm. Um, and I feel like they have sort of like a really like man manly bonding <laughs> romance moment there between the two of them. They do. Um and Steven's like, All right, let's do this warrior thing. Like I'm fully, I'm fully let's do it.
1: Um so then we have uh Robbie who yeah. is in the bathroom uh cleaning his braces. Jump scares. When his braces come to life and start just wrapping his head in wires. Um and It seems a great effect. It's great, great, great. great. And yeah. so they hear uh, Robbie screaming and so they go up to get him, leaving Carol Ann by herself again. Yeah. Uh and the they have like the braces have grown pinned so him. much, pinned him to the ceiling, and you can like just see his eyes and mouth. Yeah. And so they start to grab him, but then there's like a little part of the braces that's going towards the socket yeah. and electrocutes all of them. And then uh, they run downstairs, and Taylor thankfully has had Carol Ann the whole time. Yeah, they're but trying I'm, to s- I, distract them and separate them.
2: But I also like too that part of like them trying to understand what Taylor's role is is when this is happening with Robbie. They keep calling for Taylor, and he's not coming. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not going to leave Carolanne. Like you're not yeah. understanding. Like this is this, you are at the end of the day. You guys are the parents. Like I'm not here to be your Superman. Like I'm here to mm-hmm. help and I will protect this little girl and yeah. whatever. But mm-hmm. like you have to sort this. I also love too that it's it, uh, these movies always remind me of this thing in like 1986, especially that this whole braces thing, this whole effect is practical. Yeah. And it's so great from the moment they start growing out of his mouth to the moment that like a little boy is pinned to the ceiling with just his eyeball hanging out because his braces have them and the parents are pulling it. I mean whole thing just amazing. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. movie visual effects props. I know we give them a lot of props in this podcast, but but this poor, is really it's amazing.
1: It's great. Poor mm-hmm. Robbie, man, he must be so fucked up, so
2: nervous kid. yeah yes. like biggest nervous adult, nervous adolescent. Yeah, <laughs> nervous. That's gonna, gonna leave some
1: scars. Totally. Um, emotionally, mentally, <laughs> yeah, physically. probably physically a little too. I'm
2: sure. Yeah. So then this kind of when they are, kind of go downstairs, this sort of ghost version of Kane kind of materializes, um, and he warns warns them that they can't. Um, they can 't protect Carol Ann. like basically like I she was taken before, and I 'll take her again because I can um, and uh, Taylor says when they sort of try to figure out exactly what Cain is, he says that he was a man lost in another dimension, possessed by a demon
0: I was like wow yeah. you got the yeah. short straw that day yeah. like that's it's a lot of things that's, that's layers. a lot of things that's
2: layers yes. yeah. <laughs> but at least like, layers
0: of evil at least they tell us
2: exactly and um, they, and it's and, and it's part of the um like we were sort of uh talking about kind of in the last episode about chud where it's just like what what's your deal what's your story like his whole thing about that death is just transforming us into another form of being so what we're really it's not about dead alive we're just dealing with people who are in other dimensions who have different powers yep this is the battle. This is the stakes. And you're like super clear.
1: So uh, if he, if Kane's so powerful, like he seems to be quite powerful. What does he need Carol Ann for? Mm -hmm. Oh, but
2: doesn't, isn't it like he's, I thought he was kind of like trying to rebuild his flock again. Yeah. They,
0: I think they fell in love with her or whatever when like she was in the other side with them and they like want her back. Yeah, I so think so. Like he wants suck, to like suck her light. Yeah, so he wants to like inhabit her so that they he, they will follow like him again. I think because oh, okay. that's what he
2: had. That's what he and when he was alive, he wanted people to follow him to the nth degree. Right, and that's what he like fed off of. That's what did it for him or
1: whatever. So, so like in another dimension, mm-hmm. why should that
2: be any different? Like convince them to do this with me. Convince them right because like, we yeah. we
1: end up Tangina shows up. We end up learning that mm-hmm. he was this reverend who told his flock that the end of the world was coming, mm-hmm. so they went underground at this cavern. And then when the date passed, he wouldn't let them out. End of the world,
0: cult gone bad. Yay. We love that. It's not a good ending. Not a good ending. So they
1: all die clinging to each other in this horrible cave. Um, There's also a sweat sweat lodge scene. It was cool. I was down with the scene. I love the sweat lodge. Yes. And they blow mystic magical smoke into Stephen's mouth and nose.
2: Yeah. And like it kind of attacks him and then he sort of gives him the sphere and he says that once he blows this into him that the enemy now has seen him and he gives him the power of smoke And that can like help repel Cain if he Mm -hmm. really needs it. You're like, Okay. Okay. Great. Solid. Um uh so yeah, so Tangina does her whole thing where she basically explains to them everything. And um Taylor says that he thinks that Steven and the family should head back to Questa verda uh to confront Kane, which seems a bold move. Yes. Uh, but it's like super
1: but the thing bold, is,
0: but we need a bold action right we now. Do. Yeah, but this guy is not stopping.
2: Well,
1: that's the thing is that the bold action starts to freak Steven out. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna take a night off. I'm gonna have a little, little drink, maybe a lot of drink. <laughs> maybe I'm gonna finish this entire bottle of tequila <laughs> with the worm in it.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is gross in itself. Such a bad
0: idea though. This scene,
1: wows us. Yeah,
2: it's really gross. Sometimes, not often. I'm not necessarily one of those people where it's just like when people ingest worms or gross things, it's super heebie-jeebie. This one was super heebie-jeebie to me. Uh. Also, I think this has had that like insert shot of the worm in the tequila bottle opening its eye mm-hmm. and then you're like no 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 yeah. and then yeah he basically finishes up and but like
1: immediately it. starts freaking out and like certainly yeah. becomes be- possessed by kane and is yeah. like trying to get on diane which is like what are you doing is
2: super frightening i yeah. will say like craig t nelson like i don't know like a 12 as far as like i'm gonna shake you i'm gonna try and like get on top of you i'm gonna and she's like you know, like, like this is not my husband. Like, I don't yeah. know what's going on. And again, you know, I feel like in other movies, there would be just like a physical fight between the two of them. But she tries to stamp it out by sort of telling him how much she loves him. Which, when he is doing that to her, is a hell of a thing, yeah. you know? Um, and I think that says kind of a lot about not only going to this theme of, like, the family has to do it together, but also the relationship between Stephen and That Diane. love wins. Love yeah. conquers
1: all, folks. Yeah. So, uh, he starts to fight it.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, ends up... <laughs> Puking up this incredible, <laughs> huge, <laughs> slimy worm thing, it's like so big, so big, it's coming out
2: of his mouth, which I was then
1: like... turns into a half-formed man, Crawling Geiger-esque yeah. ske- skeleton thing, but also looks like Reverend Kane. Yeah, squirming around, man, it's fucking gross. <laughs> it's
2: really gross. It goes on for
1: quite <laughs> I'm a bit. Sorry,
0: I, I love it. I'm Were
1: sorry. you laughing at that same Please don't tell me you laughed at that.
0: Yes, <laughs> you did. Oh, really. <laughs>
1: I don't know what's wrong with me, but it's so I, funny.
0: Anyway, yeah. I feel
2: like sometimes when we watch these movies together, Terry, you and I would be like the comedy and tragedy masks right side <laughs> by side because you're just like delighted. I'm just like, oh, no, no, no. You know, oh, I'm oh, so happy. I love you, Terry I
0: Campbell.
2: You. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So and then, so Stephen ends up uh, grabbing the one of the claws of this creature and blows his smoke into it. Because he turns spirit? into
1: like a big Medusa, yes. squirmy monster.
2: That like takes up the whole hallway. Takes uh-huh, up the whole hallway, uh-huh, yeah, blows uh-huh. the
1: magic smoke in its face, and which it disappears. Disappears into another dimension, yeah. one would think.
2: And they're like, huh, uh, where are the kids? So, yeah. <laughs>
1: so then they go to try to find everybody, and they, Carol Ann has been in the car, which yeah. is. Very smart. Yeah. Uh, so they, <laughs> She's
2: like, screw this guy. Yeah. The
1: so they all go out to try to get in the car, but then wires start coming down in the garage. A There's chainsaw. A, an incredible e buzz versus wires fight yeah. where they get that dog looking like he's freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Like he's that's some good dog acting. Yeah. That's some good dog
2: acting. Good Wranglers. Um and, and yeah, this chainsaw starts, you know, having a mind of its own and flying up towards them and like slicing the roof and then slicing the front of the car towards them. And again, this the scene is kind of um reminiscent of the original poltergeist where like the car won't start he can't start the car and diane's like start the
1: car steven start the car
2: um but eventually does start the car um and backs all the way out
1: back to cuesta verde Mm -hmm. where Um, they run into
2: where they decide also too that like i guess they all have to go in the cave yeah every single one of them robbie included for
1: Grandma yeah. did say you guys got to stay together,
2: no, right? I'm so yeah. nervous, such a nervous kid. Um, so yeah, they all go back. They all have to crawl into the cave. Diane sees all like the skeletons like clinging to each other, and she's like very upset by that. Um, and Diane and Caroline get sucked into another dimension. Yeah. Um, As you do when you go
0: down into a
1: weird, like, <laughs> right. creepy,
0: haunted cave thing. I
2: know you were pl- you're playing dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, so Taylor appears and basically tells Stephen how to get Diane and Caroline back, and says that he and Robbie together have to jump into the flames to get them back. Yeah. And, and then touch them in the other dimension
0: through which the is fire leap of a faith to
2: take your like nine-year-old and jump into a fire jump because into the, the shaman told you to like
0: but the shaman has not been wrong yet yeah so honestly the shaman has not been wrong if yet. that's the person you're gonna follow i mean he did go like through the desert with him like on like his mission to like you know like Fair figure enough. this out and sweat lodge and like whatever like he's gonna he's got to do it and the
2: smoke bonds the smoke spirit thing kind of
0: panned out yeah,
2: so i right. mean i guess at that point you're jumping in fire
1: so they do and they get to get sucked into this other dimension uh, which is not an impressive other dimension. Let's be honest.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say there's some crazy dimension floating acting yeah. going on in this thing. We're like they clearly the on, money wires. on some other shit.
1: Okay, yeah. But I like mean, this the braces should, it, alone, it felt a bit rushed. Well, here we go though, because this is called what is the name of this movie? Poltergeist Two: The Other Side. So what the other they,
0: side should be amazing, and right. they should have more time on the other side. Exactly. But they don't. This, this is, is what it should be. The, the other the, side it
1: should feel like mm-hmm. a giant climax, mm-hmm. and instead I'm like, eh. Yeah,
0: I also think too because
2: you hear the other side of the original film so much and it has that amazing sound effect, the yeah. echo, right, whatever, so I think because that effect is so amazing and the white light and the whole bit and when people come back they're
1: covered in pink goo yeah. and everything, so
2: you're like what the hell is going on over there? Yeah. And then when you do see over there it's green screen yeah. you know, you're like, huh! Really, I just, and they're not
1: covered in goo when they come back. No, they're they're fine.
0: Yeah, and I was like, "Where's the goo?" Even so, a dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of them floating towards each other on harnesses, and yes. then uh, bad things seem like they're coming for them. And then but he has a spear, and Grandma Grandma Jess comes in her angel form. It's A bit over the top to save the day. It's a bit over I the top.
0: kind of love that though. Really. <laughs> It
1: was a bit over the top. It's so
0: cheesy. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. But you're just like, oh yeah, grandma's supposed to come back. That's yeah. right.
1: But it feels so rushed, right? It does this feel ending, rushed. So like yeah. uh, where's the director's cut where we see the whole agreed. Maybe there'd the be a full more battle the and maybe side. more of
0: like totem monster, because there's that creepy like totem version of like the yeah. reverend and yeah, all they the stuff. Cu- they could and have gotten
1: stuff. rid of that and just spent that money on the ending. Yeah. We don't need the hallway monster.
0: I agree, yeah, not really,
2: and also too, I just think that you' you don't go to Poltergeist for monsters, not really, no you know what I mean like i didn't I didn't mind like the worm thing was cool and whatever, and the hockey it up, but like full blown like blah, 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 kind of like we're not here for that, you know like that's not that's not what we signed up for. when We're doing poltergeist, that's you true. know, um, so they all come out of the cave um and they're all just you know ha 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 and laughs and jokes, and then Taylor asks Stephen for the car right. And he drives away with it. And then someone's like, but dad, how are we going to get home? Wait, Taylor. And the family runs after what the car.
0: the fuck? <laughs> waka. Come waka on. Waka. I thought that was, anyway, yeah, it was great. What a cheesy. They were speech. like, we'll do anything Taylor says. Anything? Yeah. They'll, they've gone to like hell and back. Yeah. I I can get their car now. And Gene Siskel's just looking at his pants. Look at those pants. <laughs> Look okay. at those
1: pants. Clothes horse. <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> We're going to think about that every time we think about Craig Janelson now.
0: Honestly, yeah. yes. Anytime I go to Universal now and see that coach house, I'm going to be like, clothes horse house. Close horse house. Yes. Yeah, close horse house. <laughs> shameless. Shameless. Like He's not Liberace. Do you think he's like... like <laughs> I mean, literally, he's made his career wearing like like sweatshirts. Being be the most like, blue collar actor like, ever. Literally like, everything he's like... <laughs> Ever done. Yes.
2: I, I don't. I don't understand. It's a
0: downward mobility. Okay.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Gosh.
0: All right. Gore Factor, Terry. Oh my got gosh. Us? We got Gore Factor. Um, one, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, a bathtub of blood. And five, run for the barf bag. It looks like I think we all gave this one hold on for I gore we for gore is, threes yeah it was all three yeah mm-hmm. i mean we got some so. we got some yeah we got some some gross things that wormy thing and some other stuff hooking up the wormy thing was the gross that's thing. probably gross the grossest thing yeah. yeah so we got some gore for you guys yeah uh get excited movie ratings uh zero to five chainsaws one if you're desperate two uh barely qualifies as a horror film three seen worse seen better four not too shabby and five oracle. um threes for me and Julie, I believe. And then Miss Marion. I did. You gave it a little three and a half. I took so it up a notch. What's
2: the half? Tell us high. about it. Um, I think it's that probably I'm really fond. Of, I mean, I like the original Poltergeist as well, but I do really enjoy how specific they were about the idea of what Kane is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. About, you know, what what you're fighting and the idea. And I do think that the way they do the grandma flowy rope thing was a bit much for me. But I do like the idea of um kind of the family's love having to fight Stuff that people wanted when they were alive, they want like even more so when they're dead. Got and it. when they're dead, none of that stops. If anything, it's like exacerbated because death is just really you in another dimension. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought that was a very well thought out idea. And so even though I do think there are some problems with the sequel and some obvious gaps, um, that was the half for me. All I
1: think, right. Yeah. I I like Joe Beth Williams so much and I like yeah. this uh chem- this family. Yeah. The chemistry's so good. It is really good. But I, I feel like this movie is very like note for note. Let's try to hit the same things we hit in the first one and there's a lot of like even like the bedroom scene between them and then it's like she's getting pulled down in the earth and I'm like yeah. these are things we've seen before in the first one I understand you want to make it similar but not the same but it feels too note for note I guess I agree. and I feel like the whole Native American storyline feels awkwardly inserted into it it makes me feel a little weird mm-hmm. Taylor's really great and I like the actor a lot He's but it's amazing it, yeah it feels a little expletive of mm-hmm. Native American stuff and I kind of feel a awkward about that. Happy mm-hmm. 80s. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Happy 80s. Here we are. Awesome. Um, yeah. So uh, next week, uh, we're going old school. Um, which I'm excited about this yes. one for a while. Oh, yes. Black and white. Yes. Black and white. We've got black and white. We've got a creepy house. We've got ghosts. Marion's very happy. Uh, we're going to be talking about 1963's The Haunting, uh, directed by Robert Wise. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, so, yeah. Um, thank you so much, guys. Um, you can follow us on all of our social medias. We are into survival. We love talking to you guys on Twitter. We love reading your reviews on iTunes because you guys are super nice. Five stars only or else Tara will come get you. That is true. Um, I might come find you. Hi.
0: <laughs> you don't want me to find you, no. She's otherwise
2: a very nice girl, but she sees your three stars and she gets upset.
0: And um, I, have, I have questions. And she has questions. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but
2: we'll have some answers for you next week. Um, so join us for the haunting. We'll see you then, guys.
0: Bye.
1: <laughs> Never fun. again. Unbelievable. Never again. <laughs> We're